Reclaimed Audio. Upcycling and making with reclaimed materials. Hi, and welcome to the Reclaimed Audio Podcast. I'm Lynn from Darwin Order, and like always, I have Phil Pinsky with me. Hi there, everyone. And Tim Sway. Hey, how's it going? Okay, great. So this week's episode is... Excuse oh. me? Wait, I'm getting some interference. Hang on. Is there something there? It's static, I think. Is my, you guys said my mic was working. What's up? Hello? Oh, oh sorry. It's Let me Bill. just reactivate you know, that. I, I, I <laughs> just got to say... I see you now. I, I got to say, this time, you know what? I will, gladly, I will gladly retire to allow Lynn to take over my spot. The only person worthwhile on the planet... I'm good with that. On so. the planet? Oh, wow. That's quite the vote of confidence. Well, I'm By just saying. Way, in, in, in the state of Connecticut where Tim is based, what you just said is legally binding. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to be a stickler, but. <laughs> yeah, but Tim eats tofu. That kind of, like, cancels That's... it out, doesn't it? That yeah, I think it does. Takes actually, him out of the realm of any <laughs> trustworthiness, yes. <laughs> No. All right. Oh my gosh! I, I seriously, you guys, we have Lynn from Darwin Orver on the podcast. How exciting is that? Welcome, 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 young lady. Thank it you is, very much. It is very cool, and thank you very much for doing this with us. We really appreciate it. I'm very glad to be here. Yes, I I'm really a, like the podcast. Thank, thank you. you. I'm a longtime fan. I've been watching you for a really long time, and it's been it's been really great to sort of watch how your videos have evolved from sort of simple projects to more complex projects, and working with simple materials to hardwoods and, and just your ideas have, have really come to fruition and it's, it's a really cool experience to be part of. Thank you. I got to say too, real quick, it's an honor for me that you would also decide to start doing a podcast based upon your admiration of me. I just, I don't know what to say for <laughs> you that. You were the inspiration. It's, yes. That's what I was yeah. thinking too. Yeah. It's and, all and going to be based that, on Bill Lutz. Yeah. Now, now, I don't know if you got the note that I sent you, but is there any way we can get Matt to just pretend like his name is Bill? <laughs> I'll, I'll bring that up with him. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. He I mean, you can go say, for it. You know, it sounds, yeah. sounds reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm nothing if not reasonable. <laughs> you strike me as a very reasonable person. Yeah. You do yeah. see my hair, right? You just yeah, that's what me. I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Your hair says it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Um, no, it's very cool to be here. It's, thank you very much. It's uh, it's amazing how fast time goes when you're on YouTube. You know, you think like, oh, you you've been there for so long. You know, it's like what two years or something. But like time <laughs> moves in, like in in mysterious ways on YouTube. You know, it is different yeah. than anywhere else. It really yeah. is. Yeah. It's, its own time warp zone, I think. And and I have been watching you for a very long time as well. And I didn't even realize that until you know we were just sort of brought this up. I was like, yeah, I guess it's been a couple of years that I've been. I've been watching your videos now. It's like, you know, you kind of develop this relationship with people, even though we, this is the first time we've ever spoken, but I feel like I know you, you know. It's I know. Kinda... I think that's what's so awesome about yeah. the videos that, you know, you immediately have this kind of recognition and personal connection with someone, even though you never met them, you know. Yeah. And it's not like it's not like a TV person where they're playing a character because pretty much right. everybody on YouTube is just being themselves. You know, yeah. it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Reality star celebrities. Yeah. That's weird Except because I, I've been watching... I've been watching Lynn and Tim for many years, and I feel like I don't know either one of you. <laughs> Your garbage says nothing to me. What? <laughs> Sorry, that relates to an off-air joke about Bill being a stalker, but uh, that was to be inclusive. You know, I don't want to have too many inside jokes. No, but no, uh, let's let's keep this train rolling. Proceed. This is yeah. episode 31 for June 8th, 2016. I want to thank our top Patreon supporters. They are Luis Gonzalez, uh, Make, Build, Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy Duresta, <laughs> Trustin Timber, Sean Petty, and a, a new addition to our Patreon lineup is Scott Turner. So thank, thank you to all of you guys. We really, really appreciate your support. You know, it's, it's so weird how that just does not get old. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope, uh, maybe maybe not. for you guys it doesn't, but <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about what we're working on. Uh, let's give our guest of honor the opportunity to go ahead uh, and tell us what you are working on first. Wow, I get to start. It's a lot of pressure right off the bat, guys. You better be good. <laughs> well, then. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Well, I I guess the thing.
thing about when I work is that I have usually anywhere from five to ten projects going at the same time. I don't just, you know, work on one thing, you know, and then finish that and move on to the next thing. It's like there's tons of things going on and they're in various stages of completion, <laughs> depending on like what materials I'm waiting for or, uh, you know, like if I'm building a prototype for something, sometimes things need to mull over for a long time. Mm. So I'm working on a couple of different things at the same time. Um, but I guess the thing that I'm working on like the most right now, my next video will be a shed. I'm working on oh. building like a garden shed. In, cool. uh, in my backyard, awesome. mostly because I have, like my, my shop is outdoor in a carport my, my, where I have my tools and um, it's getting very crowded. You know, I have a lot of like my lawnmowers there and my rakes and shovels and everything. And, I'm, and, I'm, and meanwhile, I have all these jigs that I've built and I'm moving them from one table to another and I have nowhere to put them. And I'm thinking mm. if I can only get rid of all this junk, all this garden stuff, which doesn't belong in my wood shop, yeah. then <laughs> I, I would be a happier person. So. Yeah. So therefore, Although I just I just got an amazing idea to turn your lawnmower into a, a surface planer. I think oh, we can do it. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a real. It's a push one. That's oh really? That's perfect. Yeah. Flip it upside down. Pull start that bad boy. We'll put some rollers pull on start. there. There's pull no. The, pull no, start. it's it's a it's, oh, it's a no, it's, it's one manual. of the manual. It's real. It's a manual, like an antique type. You have to type. push it to get it to work. Stop yeah, there's not a lawnmower. It's a lawnmower. Oh, I used to I'm use old, one of those. I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah. I thought everyone had them. Oh, and if, would, to prepare for the apocalypse, you have to yes, have one. Yes, exactly. You know, no I grew up with one, and I always thought, you know, people who have, you know, motorized ones are just weird, you know? Lazy. I guess that's lazy, yeah. exactly. Lazy. The word that comes to my mind is lazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I do you know, have one as a kid. back now, so Not thanks, kid, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I've got I'll a gas mower. You guys are being. Let me, let me ask something serious. Um, Lynn, do you find yourself ever working? You say you work on multiple things at once, mm. but it sounds like the, you said the main one, the one I'm doing a video for. Do you ever find yourself working on two projects that you're going to shoot videos for both of them? Oh, well, everything I work on, I shoot video for. Oh, really? Yeah. But sometimes, like when I say I work on multiple projects, that may not mean that I'm filming right off the bat. I might build a prototype or kind of, uh, you know, work on like a concept or something, and I need to get it straight in my head what I'm doing. Uh, like right now, for example, I'm working on this Raspberry Pi computer that I worked on for quite some time, and I, it's not the computer part that's tricky. It's the screen and the, and the articulating arms that's attached to the wall. And that's just something that I have been playing with my mind, and it's not quite right. And I film certain parts, but not others. So oftentimes, I just kind of, I don't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm, I'm filming in the beginning, and I'm filming all through, you know, oh. it's all like a process. And sometimes it's just yeah. a lot of prototyping, especially if it's something small, you know, I usually don't prototype like a shed, you know, <laughs> if it's something smaller. <laughs> so, um, well, like, for example, I'm building this Raspberry Pi computer with an articulating arm. And, like, the, uh, the computer is something that I've been working on for a while, but that's not where the tricky part is. The tricky part is the articulating arm. And, like, how heavy is it? Like, on how many levels do you do articulation? Do you do it just, like, back and forth, or do you do it up and down? And uh, in some ways, I was thinking about using metal, because that would be smaller. But then wood is kind of cool, but then everything becomes larger in wood, you mm -hmm. know, if you compare it to using metal. So it, that is one of those things that I've just been kind of, like, going over my mind for a while. And so when you like, say computer, do you mean, like, the actual box itself that you're going to have on an articulating or the monitor yeah exactly it's a screen I, I built this a screen with uh, in, in plastic I used ABS plastic and I used a CNC machine to carve it out to kind of fit around the screen cool. and then I'm going to use this little I'm going to have a little uh, Raspberry Pi case that attaches to the back but it's really mostly about the screen that kind of like I, 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 I'm thinking about how to do it because I'm going to do like a kind of it's white and I want to kind of round the corners and make it look kind of sleek but on, at the same time I need to fit a lot of electronics inside of it so it's going to be a little thicker than I originally wanted so it's a little bit of he heft to it which means like if i'm thinking about mm. the articulation because i want to have it by tinker corner where i do all my the amount that i am impressed with what you're doing right now i mean you're you're building like a mac you're building well, an iMac kind of, but you know it's not going to be as sophisticated as a mac but that's the, the concept you know nice that's yeah. so cool so, so anyway i love i love that corner of yours um yeah. i just I, I was just watching, uh, I went back and I was like kind of watching a couple of videos about the corner, like the, you recently put up the power box, you know, which is like yeah. so much better than my system of having 17 electrical outlets plugged into each other, <laughs> you know, but um, it, gets and, a, it gets to be a lot, yeah. And I hadn't seen your corner in a while, you know, mm -hmm. and so like I'd seen the desk when you'd built that and all, and it was just like, I was just like, wow, what a nice little like 
cubby to be in. Yeah. And so now I'm picturing this articulating arm, which I think you probably should go metal from the sounds of it. Um, because yeah. if, if you went with metal and bolts, you know, and like washers and stuff, it would be a lot lighter and, and, uh, and stronger. I'm still debating, yeah. yeah. But wood, you're right, wood would look cool. So maybe you could... Wood, uh, walnut, like, kind of, like, if you make, like, box joints for the kind of, uh, like, a kind of like a hinge, you know? Like a box joint mm -hmm. hinge, and then you round the corners. Mm -hmm. I think that could look really cool. Maybe you could do it, like, half and half, even. Maybe, you know, or know. Or you could make it out of metal, and then veneer the metal with, like, edge banding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that sound like fun? <laughs> I'm sure. writing that down. Hold yeah, on. That's a good one. I want to see... Veneered metal. metal? <laughs> yeah. Tim, what are you working on? Uh, veneering metal right now. <laughs> Great idea. Um, well, no, I mean, you know, glue will glue anything, right? Why not? <laughs> but uh, no, it doesn't make a nightmare. Yeah, epoxy. You know, it's, um, but what am I working on? I just, uh, I'm working on this, this giant table, which is pretty much done. Um, I have this interesting customer right now. Uh, they, they make, In what way? Uh, I'm going to tell <laughs> <Just> you. <laughs> 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 They, they, it's a, it's a, they, they're a company that have these rooms where people rent the room for like an hour and they do like a problem solving thing, almost like whoa, a, whoa, 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 not family that kind show. of room for an hour. <laughs> okay. Let's keep it family friendly. Said, I knew one of you was gonna... But uh, it's like, yeah, it's like um, team building exercises, like uh, like a company will send in like their engineering team or whatever and they go in and they have to solve these little puzzles. It's quite so, an interesting business. Yeah, it's kind of like it's like a game, but not. And they'll be like, you have to f solve clues, and, and you know, is this there's the like some, room thing? kind of, kind of like that. They uh, they have different themes, and there's like a witchcraft room, and there's like a mafia room, and there's like these different oh, cool. themes, and you have to. And so I'm making some of these props for them. Like I just put up a picture yeah. a couple weeks ago about these boxes I made. And I was like, oh, these boxes have a secret. Like I don't really, I can't really tell you about the secrets that are being made because there's like a contract that says like, you know, this is intellectual property, and it would ruin it for you if you ever found yourself in one of these rooms. You'd be like, oh, that's that thing Sway made. It just do this, you know. <laughs> but so that has it. I'm guessing I'm guessing I'm never going to be in one of those rooms. Yeah, but I don't know who's listening right now, so you know. <laughs> we can hopefully talk later. everybody. <laughs> yeah, hope yeah, hopefully everybody everywhere is listening. Yeah, so. But um, but yeah, I mean, there's, so there's these you know mechanical parts to them, or moving parts, or or magnets and secrets and stuff to them. It's really kind of cool, and uh, um, I enjoy it, even though it's and I'm not videotaping it for obvious reasons, and I'm all, also not using exclusively reclaimed wood because they want it all made out of three quarter inch plywood. Um, but then I'm like making it look because it needs to be sturdy. Then I'm like veneering it with reclaimed and stuff. Um, but it's just kind of fun because it's I, I mean one of the things that makes me make is problem solving. And so then there's these like problem solving to make problems. It's kind of cool. <laughs> wow, it's pretty like meta. A very unique concept or very unique you know project to have in general. I've never heard about it before. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hoping that you know I get more of them. I mean this, I'm on my second one now, and and they, he oh, keeps cool. asking me. He's like, can I send you more? I'm like, yeah, it's fun, you know. Can you send me more money? I mean, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot okay. to ask to get paid. Yeah. I have a feeling I know why he's calling you back. <laughs> <laughs> my, my quality and my craftsmanship. Right, exactly. <laughs> hey, you yeah, need to make yeah, that, that guy to charge anything. Yeah. How about you, Phil? What are you working on? Um, I'm working on uh, on building out my garage. So if, if any of you uh, see what I'm doing on Instagram, I built like this shelving unit that goes up real, real high to get stuff out of the way. Um, mm. And I'm working on uh, about six whiskey boxes right now and two step stools. So sometimes, well, the, the thing I'm excited to do is the shop build-up. busy. Very. I, and the funny thing is, yeah. is I get more work done between like 9 p.m. and 1 in the morning than during the week than I do at any time on the weekend. During the weekend, it's just it's impossible. We got the kids all day long, and my wife and I try to spend some time with each other um, at night. And then, so but the week after work, sort of after the kids are in bed, is is my time to to get work done. And I've been building out the shop, uh, which is really exciting because I get a chance to sort of play with, and I have these intellectual exercises like oh, if I move the router table here and the bandsaw over here, then it would open up some flow over here. So I get to I feng shui it. a little bit this like daydreaming stuff, and then at night I get to move stuff around and see how it'll work. Yeah, but um, fun. yeah, it is fun, and and I th I, I feel like this is a, a a topic for the podcast. Maybe like, is the shop ever really fully built out, or are you always moving it around and always. reorganizing always. it? Always. That, you know, oh, that oh, kind oh, And we could call point? it, we could call it Feng Sway. Oh yeah, no. I'm gonna add in a laugh track. 
Thank you. Or like a Apparently some people have no sense of humor. I have to give you that, you know. I appreciate the attempt. But but yeah, so and and I think I mentioned it a couple of times whenever I, I build the, these boxes on mass, I like to try to do them in a technique that I haven't done before. And I've only recently started doing the, uh, the plugs. So I'll, I'll drill the holes into the side and then I'll plug them. So I haven't really done that before. I've done, uh, I've done rabbit. They're, they're just plugs. So basically what happens is, is you've got a plug cutter for your drill press and you'll drill, you'll drill it into, uh, like a piece of scrap. And then it only drills maybe three quarters of an inch and then you snap it out. And then you turn it upside down because it's a tapered plug, and then that's what fill, goes into your into the hole that you that you've drilled out. So it's uh, right. it's cool. Uh, maybe I'll show pictures of it. I guess well, I how, thought it was like a thing. Yeah, I saw a picture, but I, th- I figured it was just a dowel too. And I have plug cutters, but I'm curious to how thick your your wood is where you're joining it because those, you can't really. I mean, what do you have half inch sides on your boxes or? No, they're three quarter inch. So how is the plug actually connecting the two pieces of wood? It's not. There's a screw, just, and then the plug oh, hides the screw. Oh, I, yeah. oh, okay, just hides the so you, screw. Right, yeah. so you're just doing, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah that's going in maybe a quarter inch. Even I knew that, Tim. <laughs> well, that's what plugs are for, but the way he was describing it, I thought it was some... Yeah, I thought it was dowels, too. Yeah. No. because you, you guys are thinking festival, of... that's why. They're <laughs> usually made out of uh, pine, pallet pine. So I'll, uh-huh. uh, yeah. I'll get pallet wood, and then I'll plane it down and stuff, and, and I'm lucky that I've been getting some thicker stuff, so that, that works out well. So I'll go through like a whole weekend where I just create stock to make the boxes. Hmm. I bet they're looking very nice on your new bench. <laughs> they are. <laughs> this is this. I have to tell you, it is such a pleasure working on this thing. And I know I have to get the the last video out so that I can close this chapter of my life. That is the Rubo bench. Of all of our lives, Phil. All of our lives. I gathered it's been a, a long journey in the. It's been, I think, you know, no, the Israelites traveled in the desert in a shorter amount of time than it took me to build this bench. But uh, even the guests are busting on you now about it. I know. No, it's great. It's great. <laughs> no, I'm going to get this out and then we'll, we'll all moved on with our lives. Uh, so that's fun. And I have a whole bunch of projects to work on and to, and to film. Um, I don't want to reveal too much, but there was a pretty cool one that I'm doing. And uh, I'm really excited to see your Raspberry Pi project because... I've been dying mm. to do one. I've got my Raspberry Pi sitting on the desk. It's turn out. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what it is. And uh, and Bill, what are you working on? Well, you know, I, I, I have the Dragon's Lair that I've been working on, <laughs> and I was going to do much more on that this last weekend, but I went ahead and married an amazing person who had a birthday. And instead of working on the Dragon's Lair, I worked on making my wife happy, and we spent the weekend together, and... That's kind of what I did. And if she's listening, which I know she will be, happy belated birthday, honey. I love you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm still working on the Dragon's Lair. Uh, um, and then some other stuff happened at the house, and it's kind of a pain in the butt. But um, I will persevere. I will carry on. I will. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm building an audience. <laughs> You're building. <laughs> Well, I'm not working on that at all, apparently, so working, building an audience. I'm just trying to build uh, something to utilize my bearded dragons to their utmost potential. Yeah, I Longevity. heard something about your bearded dragons, too. It sounds like quite the, uh, quite the world you have there with the bearded dragons. I, oh, it's, it's, yeah, I have a 90-pound Rottweiler. I have um, three cats and two bearded dragons. Wow. And I utilize all of my love and... <laughs> and attention to give to them. I, I don't have children like the other two, but my children are still very, very important to me. And I like to utilize as much of the bearded dragon time as I can to spend with them. Hey, you know, one and, of my, one well, of my questions, like a wonderful father. One, one of my questions about your habitat is I'm wondering about the, uh, the longevity of it. Uh, do you think that's going to last a while? You mean the, you mean the longevity the of long, it? The longevity yes. of it or the longevity of it. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I believe here. You know what? Here's a serious thing, though. Um, I'm building this thing, and then I come to find out that it's possible that as these two, th- that these two guys uh, mature, that they won't like each other, and I'll have to have a separate <laughs> enclosure. Are you serious? So I'm like, okay. It, it so I'm, I'm, kids. I, right? I'm just like. like each other. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping that they get along because if they get along, everything's good. So I'm trying to, there's going to be like two separate basking areas where they like to hang out and just underneath the heat lamp and chillax. I was going to make one big area. Now I'm thinking, well, if there's two, they won't fight over it. Plenty of food, they won't fight over that. Always spending quality time together. Hopefully they'll get along. Is there so, water yes. involved in this whole situation too? or? No, and no. I'm glad you asked that because you know what I found out? <laughs> what? That when, when the bearded dragons um, make messies, uh-huh. it comes out and it's really weird like an Oreo. It's part of it's white and part of it's dark. Yeah. I'm not kidding. And it, I didn't realize this, but the white part of it is the, uh, what they, they call it, the, the urinate. Urea. Yeah. And it's like, so. knows this. I, Phil knows everything. This know. is one of the things why I love Phil because he's just, he's like the professor. I tell you guys all the time. He knows this. I just discovered this, but he's like, yeah, that's the uh, urea, the uh, the white powdery stuff that's not liquid. It's uh, urea. It comes to the pupia. In the Latin of- I, I would kill it at Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. So yeah, there's no there's no water involved. They are desert dwellers. They are from uh, natives of Australia. Um, yeah, and so the just uh, it's cool, and it's made from uh, an upcycled uh, '60s '70s maybe um, gutted stereo like a record player cabinet. Oh wow, it sounds very yeah. interesting. So, so will yeah, there be a video uh, on this? I, of course. Yeah. That uh, yes, absolutely. And if I can remember how it's, it's, I'm still working on my skills with like filming and stuff. So it's like, okay, on for the camera <laughs> and then film some stuff and then off with the camera. Cause I, I so found out that like, I have, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, it's, it's necessary for me to actually do that because I have like five of those little chip cards that go in there because I've left it on and forgot to turn it off. And so it's like five minutes of me actually working on it. And then three hours of a break where I'm watching like the mod so squad or something. You just have to add that to artistic TV. interpretation, you know. Don't say no nonsense I, like, oh, and then I forgot to film, you know. Just be like, yeah, this is the flow of the video, you know. And that's what I told my yeah. wife. I'm artistically interpreting the necessity of the on and off button. Yes. So that's yeah. what I'm working on. My. My, my necessity of the interpretations. Okay, well, I think that's all we have time for today. So. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> that took a lot out of me, that one. Let's, um, let's move on to our topic. And, and I think this one's going to be a fun one. And I think, uh, you know, I kind of geared this one towards you, Lynn, because, uh, first of all, the topic is ambition and ambitions. So they're both, you know, who ambition is a character trait. It's, you know, it's, it's something that that defines someone who is uh, motivated and, and is always in pursuit of a goal. And I find that you are extremely goal oriented and, and what you've done on your YouTube channel is, is phenomenal and, and really indicative of the kind of person that you are. You're constantly moving forward and ambitions are, are those goals. They are the things that we are trying to achieve. So I thought we could go around mm-hmm. and discuss, you know, ambition as a character trait and both, you know, and what our ambitions are, in whatever sphere you know that that all of us are in. Okay. I, I gotta say real quick, Phil, that was mighty ambitious of you to. I come was up waiting with this for topic. that joke. I knew yeah. it was gonna come. I was just waiting for what. Yeah, Phil's <laughs> holding up his arms in mock touchdown dance. <laughs> and he had a drink. Wow, oh, that was a celebratory <laughs> joke right there. Whew. That was a good that was one. That's a five-year penalty, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Excessive celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> Unnecessary roughness. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, Lynn, why don't you talk a little bit about what it is that drives you and where you think your ambition comes from, and then, and then we'll all Ooh. do the same. Where it comes from? Oh, my God. I don't know yeah. about that. But um, I guess, like, what I, when I think about the videos and what I like, I like to... Okay, okay, so I was talking about the Tinker Corner before, and I really like to tinker. When I think about tinkering, I think about, like, playing with the world. And, like, I think, mm. I feel like it's mine. I can do with it what I want. Mm. I, I want to learn and play and, and figure out all these things and just kind of have fun with it. Like, I'm not, re- I don't really see myself, like, as a, you know, as a professional woodworker or, or like, I, my goal is not to go, like, and become, like, crazy, you know, like, 
you know, professional in any one area. My goal is just to play with the world and have fun with it. And that's kind of what I want to bring to my YouTube channel. And that's ultimately what I am, I guess, ambitious about, you know, that's always what I like to do. Mm-hmm. But I always just like to play with things. And I like to kind of, you know, make them mine and learn things along the way. So I think that's really much, that's like at the core of my channel. And that's the core of my videos to, to tinker and, 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 and play and learn and make things. And, and it always goes back to building, which I find very interesting. It always goes back to building because that's at like the heart of it. That no matter what you do, you always need to build something to kind of mm. house it or, or encapsulate it. Or you, we always need to, and I And I find building to be so unbelievably cool. And that's also what I want to share with more people. I feel like there's some, more people would love it if they only knew about how cool it is. You know? <laughs> I, often I definitely feel that way. Yeah. Do you yeah. think... Do you think that your sort of recent foray into uh, hand tools, not so recent, but let's say, you know, you've, you no, looks I've like. i done hand tool stuff. Yeah. yeah, but it feels like it's, it's featured more prominently in your videos, you know, like the, the planes and the chisels. I feel like you sort of started off more with the rudimentary power tools and then, and then you've really like jumped into hand tools a lot, which I love because I'm super into it right now also. Do you think that comes into the tinkering? Yeah, I actually do. I really love the hand tools, uh, and I have, you know, for this whole time, I've really loved the hand tools because I love the kind of the uh, the solitary nature of hand tools. There's like this kind of journey involved in it. There's this kind of like focus that goes with it. There's this kind of just a feeling you get when you work with hand tools, which I really like. Mm-hmm. And it's also about exploring. Like I, I am not like crazy about like, okay, I need to learn how to do dovetails perfectly, you know, and I won't put a video out until I have no gaps in my dovetails, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's like, that's like a, a waste of energy, you know? The point is to just like learn something and try it out and play with it. And who cares if it's not perfect? You know, I hate the concept of perfection in general. Mm-hmm. You know, learn something, then move on and try something else. And that's how I think about, like, that's like, I mean, that's the ultimate, ultimate ambition, if you were to talk about <laughs> ambition in a way, you know? Mm. Although, I, okay, but at the same time, I think about the videos, because the videos, I feel like, is at the, the, that's at the heart of it. Like, I love the videos. I love the, the video making, you know? And I think that I would like, no matter what the subject is, I just happen to be doing making and building. And mm-hmm. so that is kind of the focus right now. But at the, at the core, I think it's about the, 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 the creating, crafting a story, crafting an image, uh, like a, and, and kind of showing that in various ways. And I just love the editing and that whole thing. So, okay, I'm just thinking about this whole ambition now. Like, uh, hmm. I don't know. I think it goes back to the, the playing, and I think it goes back to creating a little world. Creating a world, yeah, I like that. I don't well, know. You, what do you guys think? You certainly have in your in your Tinker Corner. Uh, that's, that's what I'm working you're on. You're developing this this little. I mean, it's like Lynn's world, and it's and I yes. and I feel that in your videos. And I think it's one of the things that I've always enjoyed about your videos is that sense of exploration. And that I'm not a perfectionist either. I could care less about doing stuff perfect. <laughs> I want to move on. Like, I I want to be like, oh, yep, I made that, and you know, yeah, now right. what can I figure out? I'm kindred spirit with you on that. But um, yeah, yeah that's. Uh, I think for you know the the video making part. I think maybe you're because you you have a an ability to reach people and sort of share that with them through that do you think that's maybe part of it for you like why it's more it's more fun when you have have people watching of course right although although before i started the channel i was playing with making little videos and i loved making them i made a bunch of weird videos uh you know i had little stuffed animals that had little stories and i (laughs) i i I, I had these little weird worlds that i set up and i made weird crazy little videos about it are those on vimeo or (laughs) no they they would fit on video yeah right no 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 they're they're nowhere but i i love that concept so i felt like so strongly that what i really needed was a direction to take that in and if I didn't have the direction, I was all over the place. I, I, I was, it was very hard to focus and kind of develop in a way and play with it because I feel like if you're not, if you don't have a direction, you're lost, you know, even if you like, that's why it's really a good idea to have a strong focus and that's what the making comes into it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but you I, know, I'm still, yeah, sorry. Oh, no, you go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I was just talking about like, I think that the, the making of the videos is the art form as well as the project is, as the making. That's how I look at the videos as, as an art form in itself. Oh, for um, sure. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. just your, your chisel video you did recently was, uh, I thought was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, it was like, you know, sharpening chisels and, you know, yeah. but what, what's cool about that is like, 
a lot of us know how to sharpen chisels. And so you get those people that are like thumbs down, like, oh, yeah, I know how to sharpen a chisel, you know. But they're not necessarily getting the artistry of the video and the fact that there are people that do not know how to sharpen chisels that are going to appreciate that, you know. And that's sort of, I toy with that sometimes, too, of like, I know that when I put up a video, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, that's stupid, I know that. You know, yeah. but that's not the point, you know. It's like, look how I filmed it. Look at the song. Right. Like, look at the fact that this is here forever for other people, you know. Right. Cool. And, and I find sometimes that's a challenge, too. Like, you have something where, uh, you know, a chiseled video for it. I was actually thinking about doing that video for a while, but I could never quite, like, place it. I was always like, is it worth it? Is it a good idea? It's not a project, you know. Mm. And I was thinking that maybe, but then I was like, I was like ah, whatever, I'm just going to do it. But I, it's like, it's about that, like, how do you craft that? How do you make that into something worthwhile that, uh, that is, I don't know, valuable in some way? Yeah. Um, do, do you feel that, uh, I mean, speaking of it, I don't know if it's ambition necessarily, maybe I'm getting off topic, but like you're, I mean, when I started watching you, you didn't have, I don't remember what your subscriber count was, but you've blown up since then. I still have a very low subscriber count, so I feel like I can get away with a lot of crap like that. Like I had a video once where I just shot various angles of my drill press and like 800 uh, people I saw it. I must have missed that one. <laughs> it was a while ago, it was, but it wasn't very good, you know, but, uh, but it was just because I was, I was like digging the drill press that day. I just wanted mm. to film it, you know. And, well, um, I love that concept. I love right. that concept that, that you're just like, you know, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to play with the different angles. And that's cool. But, but for me, especially at the time, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't monetizing my videos or anything. It, it was just because I just was doing it for fun. But now you have do you have like do you feel pressure on you now? Like that, like I, I have this video has to be a certain quality or subject yeah, matter. Well, definitely. I mean, yeah. in the sense like I, I don't feel pressured in the sense where I, I like if I want to make a video about it, I can make a video about it. I don't feel like I have to go through. But I want the video to be good and you know, mm. I want the video no matter what the subject is mm. like I want there to be a certain level of uh, quality to it and, but then it can be about anything really although I, I, I do tend to stay within the maker world and I have a ton of projects that I'm working on mm. but I, I, don't, I don't you know of course I do feel like that I, I do want to make the videos good actually that's what I'm kind of thinking about lately because I have been doing some Patreon vlogs to like some of my patrons which is like our private vlogs mm -hmm. and I've actually really been thinking about this distance thing lately because when I do make videos on YouTube I really do feel like I'm taking it out to the world and you don't, never know who listens mm. whereas on you know when there's something like a threshold somebody has come to you in a way whether that is you know a newsletter subscription or a Patreon or whatever like that they are within your world and I've been thinking about that because the vlogs I put up there are much more like casual and I just kind of talk and I don't care so much about the lighting and I'm, nothing has to be perfect in the same way. And, and it's interesting because it, it makes me behave differently in some ways. I mean, more relaxed in a way, whereas like when I do the videos, I want them to be sharp to the point, like no like nonsense, you know? Yeah. 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 Cool. Hmm. Tim, why don't you talk a little bit about your ambition because I feel like that is something that's interesting because it's probably changed recently. Has it not? I, have no, I have no ambitions whatsoever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next. But you do have ambition. Uh, yes. No, well, I do. I, uh, you know, it is. Uh, and, uh, you know, sorry for, like, kind of grilling you there, Lynn. But I was, I was oh, sort no, of no. Selfi on. selfishly picking your brain um, uh -huh. because, you know, I have just recently decided that I've found, I, you know, I was making videos for fun. And, uh, and I thought, originally I started making because I thought it was going to help me attract customers. And I realized that the people that watch them also have bandsaws. So <laughs> they, they didn't need <laughs> me. You know, and then I, but then I just really got interested and I found the community. I found people like you are one of, one of the earlier uh, makers. I thought it was just Jimmy DeResta making videos. And then I started finding other people and, and, um, you know, so now after a bunch of years of doing that, I decided to start getting serious about it. So that's one of my ambitions right now is that, um, I'm much more interested in making things than mm -hmm. I am making videos. I still am, but then okay. I'm, I'm realizing now that, that maybe making videos is actually more valuable than making things. And I don't mean that in a monetary sense. But I really do have this like a mission of I want to open people's hearts and minds to rethinking materials and, and the environmental issues and stuff. So yeah. my, what I've sort of come to grips with is that if I save that one tree in my neighborhood, that's great. But if I can get 100 people to save 100 trees in their neighborhoods, that's even better. And yeah. uh, so, so my ambitions now have changed to where I'm, I'm putting more energy into my YouTube channel. I'm trying to, to grow the channel and, uh, and, and figure out how I can do that while still being true to myself. Like I actually asked my subscribers if it was okay if I monetized my videos. I had a 24-hour poll, 
That's and very I, considerate of you. I, no, but because I take it serious. Right? <laughs> and, uh, so I, because I've never, I never had ads or monetization on my, my videos or Google AdSense or anything. And so I asked him, I did for about 24 hours, I had a video up. I said, there was no comments allowed, just thumbs up, thumbs down. And I ended mm. up having an overwhelming thumbs up. It was like 700 mm. something to 30. Yeah, I don't think most people you know. care. <laughs> well, that, that was exactly it. No, I was like, no, no I, I, thumbs down. I, I was a big thumbs he down was, on yeah, that. He was mad. He was writing to me. He did know. it 30 <laughs> times. <laughs> all his accounts that he follows me with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah. So you know, that's sort of been my ambition is to is to kind of maybe bring myself to more like a level that where you're at, where I can actually maybe make a difference, you know, in other people's lives besides the choir that I'm preaching to, yeah. you know, like yeah. to to open the church doors, so to speak, you know. Right. That's what well, I, I get. Yeah, I I often think that too. How like the project is very secondary to the video. The video comes first. And like, because the project is just like one thing, you know, it's it's one thing and then it's like, it's gone, you know, once you've done it, it's all, it's, you know, it, it has very little meaning to me in, in some ways, depending on what it is. But, and I often plan stuff from the concept of the videos, like, I don't like build something and oh, by the way, I happen to film this, you know, I, mm. I usually just think about like the video is the prime thing. And then it's all about how do I, you know, what can I fill within that void? <laughs> you know, what can I make within that? I think it's that line of thinking that defines, you know, the, the, the very, you know, the, the, the people who are doing this sort of, I, I'm putting air quotes, professionally. The people who are, who are like the top YouTubers, I think, are treating it as a video first and as a project second. And, and I think that's yeah. very, because what you've just it's said about, sort of really resonates with as an entire package. Yeah, yeah mm. well, yeah, I, you know, I you're really making me think right others, now. But... Yeah, hmm. I don't know. Um... Well, I would I would ask both of you guys, or Lynn and Tim, or even you, Phil. <laughs> even me. Get to be included. Oh, so nice. I would I would I would ask you know as ambitions as being like a goal, and this is something Lynn that blew me away about you, because um, I'm I'm still doing the videos for fun. I'm not I haven't I, I'm just not at a place yet. I I don't have the time. I feel that I can commit to it to to really push and but i will be i'll be the biggest sellout you ever saw we've already talked about this when the time comes but one thing you did when you were still fairly small or growing i think you maybe 30 40,000 um is you said bye-bye facebook you're you're not you don't fit and with what i really got going on and i was thinking to myself at the time i was like wow that is ambitious because to take to take a source of, of gaining uh, popularity of this part of the social media because it's uh, that was pretty ambitious. <laughs> well, and, I, and I would say that Facebook video is probably my most uh, controversial video, and it right? was when I was in my artistic phase. <laughs> I like it, was, it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to do it. Um, but the video, which basically was all about change. It was about like being tired of whatever situation you are in and, and, and realizing that in order for anything to change, you need to be very bold about it. You can't just like keep everything kind of as it is and just expect things to change. You actually have to take drastic steps in order to, to force yourself to act in a different way. Mm. Like we're not strong enough to just act differently on our own. You know, we need like the structure to actually change around us in order to behave differently. And, and I was just kind of fed up. And Facebook just happened to be kind of what I made the video about. It was like a, a representation of that idea. Um, well, that and you disappeared from Facebook, so. Yeah, well, that, I did. I, I did have to follow through with it, yeah. <laughs> which yeah, I wanted yeah, yeah. to. <laughs> uh, that kind of, Tim, that kind of an ambition uh, of doing something that bold, in a way, you kind of did, I think, I feel the same thing with, with the starting to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to ask people, you know, if you mind if I monetize or if I'm going to actually make this as, as a part of feeding my family so I can share in a different way other than just, you know, what you're making now the message is, is becoming more important and to be able to do that. Do you, do you find that same kind of ambition that like very bold and just going for it? Well, it, it was a, it was a tough decision for me because I'm, uh, you know, I'm pretty set in my ways of, of, uh, I have issues with consumerism and capitalism and all that stuff. I'm, it's no secret, you know? And, uh, no, come on. <laughs> this is but, the first uh, time I've been known to hug a few trees, you know, but, uh, it, it was difficult for me to do that because, but what I, what I realized is that my whole mantra in life is that like change is good. 
and I and I encourage everybody to seek change in their lives, like Lynn did. Uh, you know, with if you don't like the way something is going, then do something different. I'm like the I'm like the the fairy godmother of getting people to quit their jobs. Like I get people to quit their, every day. I've got, I'm convincing someone to quit their job and go be happy. You know, you might be able to start a consulting business just through that. <laughs> yeah, but they all don't have a job. And then give it up. Yeah, yeah pay me. So. <laughs> But, bad business model. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad business model, but it, but it's a great like life model. You know what I mean? And uh, and so so it was very difficult for me to say, well, how now if I'm going to start monetizing this thing that I'm just doing for love? You know, I mean, obviously I'm monetizing making um, yeah. and whatnot. And uh, and you know, I, but I've been an artist my whole life in some capacity. I've been paying the bills as an artist, whether it's a musician, and and it's always a struggle, and it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is difficult for me. Like I hate, I would, I would hate to pe- for people to think like, oh man, now he's just a sellout, you know. So I'm trying to find a way to to stay true to to what I'm doing and my message, and and still be just on, you know, I want to be on the fringe of what's going on, like I have been, but but a little bit further into the middle, I guess, you know. <laughs> still on the edge, but not, yeah, not on too. the other side of the edge, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Phil, in the same way of going for it, and and I'm not I'm not being funny here, but. You you have said that you're fairly new to making in general. I mean, it's been a few years now. You're, you're still learning a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You attacked a Rubo bench. Mm. That is not something that somebody who's just starting out. Picks up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it. <laughs> it, it turned out flipping spectacular. So what made you decide? It's like, oh, look, I made a whiskey box. I'll make a Rubo bench. <laughs> Where did that mindset come from? How did, how did you get that ambition going on in your brain? Um, I think for me, I sort of uh, fell in love with. Uh, good, great segue, by the way. Um, I fell in love with the hand <laughs> tools. I think, I think, uh, <laughs> similar to the way Lynn did. And if you're into hand tools, you really need one of these benches, whether it's a, a Rubo or a Nicholson or whatever, some kind of a hybrid. You need a really, really heavy bench to push against whenever you're working with these tools. So I, and it was necessity, and then there was the opportunity. Of, uh, of these reclaimed 2x10s that my office had pulled out of uh, a wall that, that they were uh, remodeling. So it all sort of came together in like this weird gelling of, of opportunity and necessity. And, and I think that's sort of where, where, where a lot of goals lie. They lie in the opportunity and, you know, and then the predisposition to do it. But I'll speak really quickly about ambition. And, and I don't know if it comes across very well, but I'm extremely ambitious, you know, uh, both uh, professionally, personally and and within the sphere of of making you know i, I want personality huh? <laughs> it's, yeah it's at home you know with my wife i maybe i'm a little bit more b but uh but everywhere else i am very First a or, or, or what are you? <laughs> well you know i sort of vacillate between the introvert and sometimes i just want to be left alone and i just want to read and but other times i'm take charge and you know i'm i'm the lead like i you know i have a big team that works for me at work but you know i need to i need to be front and center and, uh, and in the garage is the opportunity, or the shop, I should say, it's the opportunity to sort of be that, sometimes that type B until you need to be the type A in front of the camera. So it's a, it's a very interesting s- split personality role. But, uh, you know, starting this podcast with the, uh, with the boys here was, I think, pretty ambitious. I mean, when we started this uh, 31 episodes ago, you know, there, there were two, like, major, and I know, I know that you have a podcast as well, Lynn, and I think you have nine episodes. Is that is that right? It's not as you guys are on schedule. You know, ours is a little more like it's it's a, it's a laid back kind of like thinking okay. behind the scenes. You know, when when we get to it, we get to it. You, know, but okay. you guys are really yeah on on schedule there. Yeah. Yeah. So we we are crisp. So but you know yeah, when we crisp, started this. Like a good word. Yeah. So <laughs> when we started this, there were, I think there were two sort of major monster podcasts, and I think to start one felt very ambitious, and it felt very. I don't know, you know, should we, shouldn't we, you know, let's see how this goes. And, you know, but we decided to just jump right in and do it and commit to a weekly schedule. And, and it felt great. But at the time it was really, I don't want to say risky because we didn't really have very much to lose necessarily, but, uh, but mentally it felt, was a risky thing. Yeah, maybe, but it, it felt ambitious yeah. to do it. And, and the reward, you know, uh, not monetarily, but, you know, certainly I think the, uh, the reward that we all have taken out of it is is we are much more connected to our audience now. All of us are, yeah. you know, and the feedback that we get from people and the outreach that we get from people is is unbelievable. And, and I'm sure you Amazing. get this. Amazing. Yeah. 
and, and I'm sure, Lynn, you get yeah. this strictly from your, your YouTube channel, and I'm sure from all of your other um, endeavors, but in building an audience for us, I, I think it's been very, very rewarding. Certainly, I feel that way. I won't speak for you guys, but it's incredible to hear people's stories and, and to just be connected that way. I, I genuinely walk around all day long just feeling connected to this whole community, <laughs> and it's amazing. Like, for example, Lynn, you and I, and you know, we haven't met before, but I've seen yeah. your videos. Uh, presumably, you've seen it. all of mine, Lynn. <laughs> um, <laughs> at, least, at least twice. <laughs> at least twice. But there's this immediate connection between us. You know, we sort of, we sort of just get it. You know, I know what, why you do what yeah. you do, and you sort of know why I do what I do. So I, it's a remarkable experience that we this this remarkable shared experience that we all have. And I think it all comes from the same personality trait. We all have these ambitious, uh, you know, objectives that we're trying to reach. And, and, and we're all sort of getting there. No, and it's, and it's wonderful. Mm. Yeah, I guess, well, I guess one thing that seems to be a common trait among most people on YouTube and, and, and makers in general is the self-starting, kind of the self-sufficiency concept, that you want to yes. be able to make something on your own, that you don't want to be reliant upon other people. You want to have control. You want to have more control, basically. And I guess that goes right along with your, uh, you know, ambitious personality and, and, and all of that. Yeah. For sure. sure. And there's something about working for yourself, you know, in yeah. whatever capacity. Like, that's one of the things that I love about this is when I was playing music, I had to work with other musicians. But here I can just work by myself, you know, yeah. control. So yeah. that is an ambition, you know. <laughs> Well, in all yeah, other aspects yeah, I, of our I, I lives. I really had a real job. I don't think I, I did too well. <laughs> <laughs> well I was, you know, horrible. I was, I was yeah. saying, everywhere else, there's somebody that we report to. You know, in the shop, mm -hmm. you are the boss. You know, yeah. if you decide, mm -hmm. 1-8, you know what, this is garbage, I'm throwing it out, I'm starting from scratch, you have that freedom. You are the ultimate decision maker, and it's amazing. And, you know, that might be part of the attraction to doing, making my business more about making videos and less about making stuff is that, like, I have to, I have customers. And so, you know, it's like, oh, they wanted this size or this size. So then you get stuck bosses. doing that, which is, which is fine. But they are, they become bosses in some way. You know, they have to like it to pay you for it, you know. But yeah. if I'm just, if it's just a video, I mean, you know, your sponsors or, or, you know, whatever have to like it. But they just have, it's like they have to like the video. Yeah. That's, you know, or, and they have to, they have to like the concept. It's, it's a little more ethereal. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I think also uh, one thing that why, one reason why I really love video and and making videos is that I um I can create, I can craft this little world, this little five minute world, and I can make mm. it look any way I want. And I feel like I'm in such control when I do the editing. I love it, you know, because I can be like, okay, I need this intro here. I can, I like, I am the god of my video, you know, like <laughs> I am the one who can decide everything, and I have such control over it, which is what I really, I really, really like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, um, uh, I get it. Yeah, I think that most it people goes go to therapy for that, years you know? to admit that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so good for you. That's yeah. really great. You know, Lynn, I, I, I gotta say, I know if we were going to be gushing on you and talk about your amazing builds, and, and I've seen a lot of them um, from your tables outside in the yard, playing with the sprayer. You do a lot of instructional testing. One of my favorite videos that you did, uh -huh. and this may seem weird, uh -huh. I don't know why, but I just found it entertaining and valuable to me, which is really what it's all about is what i want oh right? yeah, yeah. Um, is your glue your glue test I video i knew you were gonna say that i, I didn't want to like, i swear to god out, but that's what i was thinking you were gonna say <laughs> i enjoyed that so much your interaction with glue and and like wait for it wait for it adding more weight like oh I, it was amazing it was like oscar it was an 18 minute video and most the whole Dude, thing. it was it's, awesome. Yeah. I'm not kidding. It's it's by far my favorite video you, you've done. And I've enjoyed all of your videos immensely, but that that was just like I loved it. I just <laughs> wanted to throw it out there. That's I'm, nice. I'm a big Pinsky fan and a Sway fan. We all know this, but I just had to let you know. Well, that was the just so much video. fun. I was just intrigued. I was just wondering, oh my God, how how well will the uh, you know the uh, the polyurethane glue do compared to the epoxy? You know, I thought it was just very fascinating. But then, yeah. How many people you think the weird thing was? It longer, was fascinating. So. Yeah. I don't know. But it's very yeah. exciting glue. I mean. How many people outside yeah, exactly. of the maker community, like, like I, if I told even. my wife <laughs> that I'm excited about which type of glue holds best, she'd look at me like I'm crazier than usual, I guess. Yeah. 
But yeah, you know, there's well, that, I mean, there's that moment when you like you're going to glue something, you open the cabinet, and there's like a half a dozen different types of glue there, and mm-hmm. you're just like, ah, what yeah. am I gonna use today? Yeah. Well, you know, people people make fun, and they always say like, "Well, I'm waiting for glue to dry." I was really waiting. I was like on the edge of my seat, waiting for Lynn's glue to dry. I I have to admit, I missed this video. I'm gonna have to go back and look for it. I've seen it. It's a good one. Last year, sometime. It's fun, and it was scientist face. Now I have. Oh, the lab coat did it for me too. The lab coat was like, oh yeah, Oscar, Oscar nominee, right there, red carpet, red car. I wanted to make a red carpet. Just for that video. Okay. <laughs> yes, thank you. I think Bill, we need to move on to the focus. Need to be someone else at Edward's at this point now. We yes. Bill, tell <laughs> us about your ambitions focus. to yeah. make a glue video. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I've said it before and I'll say it again. My, my honest ambition is, is I have a job that I don't hate and I feel blessed. <laughs> um, it's going to provide me with a small pension in a few years. And if I can... In, in the next five or six years, if I can learn enough about this content creation um, with some excellent examples being set by the people in front of me now, for, for example, um, my, my ambitions are to be able to supplement my retirement and allow me to live comfortably and make content as a way to enjoy the rest of my life. And um, Again, I, I for now, I don't ask people to like my videos. I don't say you should watch it, don't share. I don't really care at this point because I'm still exploring and, and figuring things out. But please don't take that as me being in any way, shape, or form altruistic because I will sell out. I want <laughs> If DeWalt were to contact me tomorrow, baby, I'm on board. I will paint myself yellow. I'm, oh, I'm not beyond selling out. I'm just not. So my ambitions range from... Out. Someone listening. Yeah. My ambitions range from wanting to share um, what I know, wanting to be a part of this community, especially the maker community is beyond amazing, to, yeah, I want to sell out as well. I'd like to do a commercial. I'd like to sing on a commercial. I think that would be awesome. Well, in fact, that might be my next video. You could make that right now. You don't have to wait for anyone else mm -hmm. to give you. I'm going, I just, just, it just happened in my head, Lynn. I was thinking, She made a glue video. I can sing it on a commercial. I'm really hoping DeWalt calls you because I, I think you would look nice in a nice mustard shade, you know? Well, I want to see him tone. singing. Yeah, singing yeah. while painted yellow. A li- this John is, Dis- I will, yellow. I will I'm down. I will call DeWalt for you on your behalf. Yeah. DeWalt, listen. No, not I can hear me. it now. Tim's going to yeah. say, Tim's going to say, come here, my little sunflower. <laughs> No, I'm going to get you under a UV that. lamp because you're going to look no, jaundiced. You won't. <laughs> okay. So that's my ambitions, honestly. Love it. There you go. What are we watching? Lynn, who's your, who's your YouTube that, person or video that you're watching? Um, well, um, let's see. I, uh, I had a couple people, but um, I've been watching, I don't know, I watch videos all the time, but one, um, one video that kind of... Uh, that kind of s- struck my attention a bit was uh, the Punish Props, uh, Bill Duran. He made a Han Solo belt holster with leather and aluminum. And the reason why I, I've been kind of been thinking about getting into leather lately and, and adding that in some of the various builds that I do. So that just kind of like, ah, that fits right into my mindset when I saw that. And that was kind of, he does a lot of cool uh, props. Uh, he does a, you know, a lot of kind of foam board props and all kinds of really, really cool stuff, really detailed, uh, very interesting stuff. And I really like the Han Solo belt. It looked really cool. <laughs> it was really, really authentic looking, like That's where, sweet. you know, I, I, yeah, it, it was just awesome. So that is, that was a good one. Yeah, that was really fun. Awesome. Leather work in general just seems so much fun. So yeah, yeah. I'm super into it. I've been watching a lot of uh, Jimmy's videos where he does the leather work. And I'm like, this mm-hmm. is so cool. Like, I definitely, yeah. as soon as I master woodworking and metalworking, I'm definitely getting into leather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing a well, lot of work with, with tofu hide lately. Oh. You know? <laughs> Very thin <laughs> skin. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you guys are aware of what is so special about punished props, right? I mean, do you, you, do you, do you guys have a clue as to what's the most special about that? I, I, actually, I actually know what makes his... YouTube channel and all his work so special is that you happen to just meet him once for a moment. <laughs> is that what you're going to say? Well, 
Well, I yeah, known. I mean, I, I really did should have known, but that's, but that's not really why. See, and this is, this is the, this is the, the, the abuse, Lynn, we were talking about that I have to put up with. Uh-huh. That's, that's one of the reasons, but that's not why. That's not what makes this young man so special. What is it? His name is Bill. Oh. <laughs> you know, it, it was one of the other things. You know what, I, I'm kind of pointed here. I thought there was more complexity involved in this whole line of thought, and then, then we come back to that, you know. Oh, no, no. I, I'm, not, I'm not complex no, at all. I, I, his name, his name is Bill. That's why he's such a badass. <laughs> you walk right into that. You know, Copernicus yeah. was wrong. I think the, the, <laughs> everything revolves around Bill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that poor Polish bastard. He got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> But okay, yeah. who's next? Who Tim, watching? who are you watching? Uh, Bill, how about you? Um, you know, okay, uh, so I, I, um, there's, there's a couple of things I want to give. I, I, I always give a shout-out, and I always waste time, blah, 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 and then I pick somebody I'm watching. Well, I want to do both with the same guy today. And uh, thanks to Tim, I'm allowed to do this. Um, the guy I'm, I'm talking about and that I've been watching for a while and who I want to leave a link to is... Brian McCauley of McCauley Designs on YouTube. And he's also co-host of the Dusty Life podcast with our buddy Kyle and um, Sean. And um, Brian's just kind of a badass. He's a, he's a, he's a woodworker. Um, and he's, he, 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 I feel like you're learning along with him as he goes. And it, don't get me wrong. It's not like he's new at this. The guy's got a very, uh, what I would say, successful channel on his way up and coming, as well as his business and all that good stuff. And then the podcast itself is a lot of fun. But Brian McCauley, what else can you say about the guy except that he's really good and you should watch him, click, like, share, subscribe. <laughs> but he's moving into a new shop. And therefore, because um, you know us makers are all um, stingy and we don't like to share at all, except for Brian, who had all of this extra cutoffs and when I, like, if I've given away cutoffs before, but they've literally been, like, the size of a uh, my pinky. It's like, hey, come and get, no. This, Brian had all these cutoffs um, that he was giving away to anybody local. And uh, a lot of that is gone. And a lot of it was hardwood and everything. But he's got a lot of heart pine. And he asked us to share that. If you're local to Brian and you are interested in getting some heart pine, get a hold of him. Um, MacaulayDesigns.com is one way uh, probably I'm, I'm sure he's on all the different social medias but uh, he's just another reason why our community is so awesome and uh, Brian we love you and hopefully you'll be sitting here in front of us trying to take my job here one day um, <laughs> it's, uh, but, it's it is it is uh, specifically reclaimed of course and that's why he thought yes our, our would be interested in it and he is in Maryland I'm not quite sure where uh, Maryland like, we go to another location yeah, you know, yeah but it's a, it's a it's a pretty small state so if you're in Maryland chances are you're close to him so <laughs> Well, if you're anywhere near Maryland, actually, you're probably close to yeah, him. So, yeah. But yeah, so so Brian's giving that. Uh, he wanted to get us to give him a shout out. So watch him, check it out, and that's my shtick for that. Phil, what about you, sir? What 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 makes you have your little eyeballs twitch? Um, well, I've been doing this shop build out and looking for all of these like uh, these cabinets and organizers and all kinds of things that I want to build. So I came across uh, this dude by watching some of Jay Bates' videos. So Jay Bates recently has been sort of visiting and doing like these weird co-branding videos. Not weird, but you know what I mean. Like, And uh, so I got introduced to Matt Lane through Jay Bates, and then I started watching all of his back videos and back catalog and stuff. And he does some really cool, um, you know, I just watched, I think it was the sanding cabinet that he did, and he did a shop tour, and he does everything on French cleats and stuff. So if you're into building out your shop uh, with all kinds of shop furniture and shop fixtures and stuff, uh, Matt Lane is great. He, he sort of walks you through everything that he's doing. He's got really good camera angles, like he's clear. He's not shooting his back and then exploring what it is that he's talking about and stuff like that. It's actually, uh, he, he does a really, really great job. And he's, he's, uh, he was on uh, Jay's channel because of the spray painting, right? They were doing a collab with the spray painting, right? They did that, and they also did a tool wall. Okay. That's the one I saw was the tool wall. Okay. Yeah, yeah. which uh, which I was into also, which I'm doing. I'm going to be doing two tool walls. So I got a tool mm-hmm. wall for hand tools in front of the Rubo bench for woodworking, and then I've got another tool wall just like mechanics tools, like all the uh, stuff that you use for let's say metalworking or I don't know. Uh, I guess like tool the socket wrenches and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super into it. So, Phil, if you're the guy that's – if you're making that and you're making the wall and you're making the video and you're hanging all those things up, 
would that be Canadian cleats that you would use? It'd be French Canadian <laughs> cleats. Say, huh? Yeah. <laughs> French Canadian cleats. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Des cleats canadiens. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> Bien sûr. Alors, uh, Monsieur Tim, uh, toi, qu'est-ce que tu vois you know, sur I, YouTube? I have. <laughs> Uh, I have to say that I am the I, I might be the only guy that doesn't like tool walls. Um, really? I like, yeah, I like the, the the ease of them. I'll see the guitars hanging up on the wall behind him, right? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're Different tools, kind. but yeah. but you know what? And I have I do have like one part of my wall where I have a bunch of saws hanging, and um, uh-huh. but you know, and you know why uh, is is for for video. Um, I oh, feel really? like it looks cluttered. It's too messy, or because my well, my shop is all made out of old fence posts and chicken wire, and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's a mess in there, anyways. But so, yeah. like, I've been as I've been organizing, I like to put them in drawers, partly uh-huh. because I don't want to look at them all on the wall, and yeah. partly I know me, like, if it's on the bench, I'm not going to go hang it back on the wall in the right spot. So I try to put oh, everything okay. in drawers, and then the other thing is that the drawers it keeps the dust off. If yeah, enclosed. I mean, I like that point of view. I actually kind of, I, I kind of go both ways because I mm. like the look of a tool wall, like a, a tool wall where everything is really nicely organized yes. and it just I, looks awesome. So I like sexy. the look of a, to, of, of a, I like the look of a tool wall for anybody other than me because I know <laughs> what an idiot I am and how sloppy it will be, and I'll just, I just nail stuff up crooked, and you know, none of the tools match, and they'll be, you know, I just know that wow. I would not be able to maintain a tool wall properly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you have to know so, where to so put what this you're, back. Yeah. yeah. Right. What you're not watching is tools on your wall. Am, what are you actually watching? Oh, oh, that's right. We're in that part. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I wanted to mention my, my buddy Greg, uh, Greg's Garage, and hit the link is below. He was recently um, chosen by the uh, he was the the next up YouTube guy, and uh, he did that. And uh, and I have to say that it is a little bit of a shameless self promotion because not only do I I, lo- I love Greg and watching his videos and stuff, but I was also in one of them recently. He did this welding oh. video where he uh, he asked a bunch of dudes that weld to to make some like kind of it was like called stuff that welders say but the word wasn't stuff <laughs> and uh, and, uh so, no way yeah so just like all these like kind of like welder jokes or whatever and um and and so i i did a couple of them with them and it's it's pretty funny it's uh it's so it's cute you know but uh but it other than that like uh you know youtube sees sees greg's potential i see greg's potential so y'all should go see his potential as well y'all should check that out yeah. y'all <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun to find new channels, see what's going on. There's so much going on. I know, for sure. it's, it's so hard to keep up. Yeah. It yeah. feels like lately there's been... Whew, it's an explosion, yeah. absolutely. I remember, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. even as far back, as recent as a year, I was hunting for things to watch, you know, and there'd be like <laughs> four or five days of like, ugh, there's nothing on YouTube. And now all of a sudden now I, you could watch all day long every day. Yeah. Yeah. I find yeah. there's constantly new content and good content, not just like... You know, no offense to the 80-year-old woodworker who has a 38-minute-long video of barely intelligible yeah. audio where he's talking about this thing he built in 1964. <laughs> yeah, the quality has gone up considerably. Hugely so. And I think it's access yeah. to yeah. technology, and I think it's, it's trailblazers that are showing the way. Like people like yourself who are, who have, you know, showing exactly what you're doing and, and you know you're leading mm. by example your videos are crisp clean great lighting great production value and that inspires other people to to do the same mm. and great products so like the end result you know something that people want to make and, and it's and it makes sense like like i was i just keep talking about your little tinker area i just love that it's like i'm, I'm jealous of that you know it's like been a, little... it's been a like a, a year you know work in progress for like over over a year now yeah year and a mm. half something like that that's what I think. I think the main thing about developing something is that everything takes longer than you think. You know, if you rush for something, you never and nothing ever turns out good. You know, you mm. need like that time to find little nooks and you know just what feels right. And I think that this, yeah. I think a lot of people just rush into things way too fast, and and everything just needs more time to kind of sink in, get a feel for what you're doing. You know, in well, projects yeah. as well. As we didn't ask you to marry yeah. us, you know, Lynn. I'm What's going- this uh, fear of commitment you have all of a sudden? Boom! <laughs> I didn't hear that. I missed you... that one. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. It was funny. Don't worry. It was real funny. <laughs> I got to you went for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have a question for you, Lynn. I have a question okay. for you. Um, I, you've done a couple. Well, recently you just did the, the LED lighting. But even before that, you did talked about how to have proper. And you have the, the lighting that you have is pretty amazing for your videos. Mm-hmm. I am not at a point where I really care at all about lighting in my shop but my question is is because you had this this interest to share how to get good and 
lighting for the videos, which is enhances them very much. When you were making the video about the lighting and you didn't have the lighting yet, did that mean that your lighting sucked up until you made that video? Yeah, the eternal question, huh? Who, what came first? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, the, what you, I guess what you're referring to is the little tiny lighting panel. Um, is that is this what you're referring to? I'm, I'm holding. Well, up that's the one you just you just did that recently. But I remember when you were talking about how you came up with the um, the the big cloth covered instructional video you did about. How to put those up in your shop? You remember that oh, a while back? You mean just regular soft boxes? That's like regular. Yeah, see again with all this technological know-how and name things, whatever <laughs> soft like boxes, regular, hard boxes, like video, you know, equipment. It's nothing fancy and it's nothing yeah, special. All, all photographers use to them. you. Yeah. To you, it's not. But I was amazed once again. It's like the glue thing. It's you know, whoa! This box of softness that makes light. It's but amazing. I just what's so cool about this about YouTube and the community in general is that there's always people with these these similar ideas, but they're all going in different directions. So it's just like you can take like a hundred years of learning and like get it in a day almost. You know? Yeah, like all yeah, these, you really it's can. It's so exciting. Yeah, yeah. It is. yeah. yeah and, and I, what I really like about YouTube too, I think, is about how. It, okay, I was talking to someone the other day about the concept of the blogs and how the blogs have kind of, kind of, you know, gone down last couple of years. There's not as much energy in blogs. People are not starting blogs. Mm. Whereas people are starting YouTube channels, there's a lot of energy in video. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about how blogs very much uh, was about an experience, a general image, a general feel, creating this situation. Like, and I'm talking about making blogs and things like that. Whereas I feel like on YouTube, people are so specific. They're searching for something very specific. Like, this is what I'm looking to find out about. This is what I'm interested in. It's all, it's driven by search in that sense. Video mm. is and YouTube is. Absolutely. And, and I think that is, that is like, that, that, I think that enforce, reinforces the kind of almost like the aggressive learning concept because it's so to the point, which also makes the videos better in many ways because people are want that to the point learning. They often don't want this kind of flowery introduction and then, you know, like, oh, let me talk for 15 minutes first about my ideas about this. You know, you want, you want the information. You don't want like to mess around with any other mm. nonsense most of the time. And I think that's what really drives it as well. You know, if mm. there's more like, I need to find this, this out. Then those videos get created as in, in response to that. In a way, it's a very interesting kind of relationship that happens. It's, it's kind of nice, though, that there are people out there, I think. I'm certainly not one of them. But there are people that want that 15-minute introduction and a long, drawn-out, this is how you make a dovetail. That's and a it's a different kind of video, in a way, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's but I mean, but everything video. is out there. You, yeah, well, that still fits <laughs> my everything. thing, though. That, what I'm saying, that still fits it because it's, it's specifically about making the dovetail often, you know, or specifically mm -hmm. about making this or that. It's very, it's not in a This Old House episode where they build a house and there's lots of little things, you know. It's, it's very, very specific on one thing, you know, on one piece of information, one piece of yeah. knowledge. For yep. sure. Yeah. I think we're going to have to have you back on uh, the show, Lynn, because this, this, this is a very <laughs> interesting. Another hour. All of the yeah. other conversations and we've absolutely had starting yet. Um, but I, I, I want to put a pin in that. Wait, because wait, wait, wait. Am, I, am I invited too if she comes back on? Or? Keep interrupting me and we'll see. Um, you, you'll be my special guest. Bill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, you win. <laughs> Checkmate. Yeah, that was awesome. Well done, Lynn. <laughs> um, let's plug our channels, and then we're gonna we're gonna sign off. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Phil Pinsky, and on YouTube, I am Jake and Emmy's dad. Uh, Lynn, you have some small channel, from what I understand. Do you want to talk about that? It's called Darbin Orver, which is a very weird name, I know. But you can find me at Darbin Orver on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Bill? Um, William Lutz, figure it out. Facebook, YouTube, <laughs> some other stuff. There's, money? there's underscores. There's other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Tim Sway, most places. So just primarily YouTube. Just go there and. Like, share, and subscribe, please. <laughs> um, I'll think about it. <laughs> uh, contact us for show topics, uh, comments, questions, suggestions, anything you like. Hit us up on Twitter at Reclaimed Audio or send us an email, info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. On iTunes, leave us a review. We read them. We love them. We appreciate them. They really help the podcast grow. And patreon.com slash reclaimedaudio. We really need your help. Every little bit helps, and this podcast can't make it without you guys, so please, oh, please. Um, I have, I think that was everything. Did I cover it? 
think so. That was it. All right. You are that good, but you are that good. Listen, I. 31 episodes in. Some experience. Guys, listen, practicing in front of the mirror pays off. So, um, (laughs) Lynn, thank you so much for joining us this episode. We really appreciate it, and it's been an incredible experience to meet with you. Indeed. What an honor. All right, guys, have a great week. All right. Bye, everybody. Be good.